Welcome to Messy Life Podcast. You know, life is messy, but it's in our mess that we find our message. And just because your life is messy, it doesn't mean you're messed up. We want to open up our lives. We want to open up our mess. We want to open up what we've learned through really painful, dark journeys. And our hope on the other end of this podcast, on the other end of Messy Life, is that you would find courage and strength and laughter and joy in the midst of your journey, that you would know that you are not in this alone and that you are stronger than you ever thought you were. So let's get messy. Welcome to Messy Life. To Messy Life. We're going to open up the doors of our messy life and invite you in. And I hope that you find courage and I hope that you find strength. And I hope more than anything that you know that you're not alone on this journey. And uh, we, we have to let you know this too. It's This is going to be a messy um Journey. <laughs> yeah, with us. So yeah. uh, this isn't clean. This isn't polished. So if you're looking for the perfection. polish show, you should go to the Polish Life show, not yeah. the Messy Life show. So yeah. we're just going to be raw, as raw as we can, as vulnerable as we can, and um, bring it to you one mess at a time. Yeah. Be kind. Be tender with us as we share and really open up our lives and our vulnerability to you. And we hope that you find courage and strength on your journey, like we found in people who have opened up their lives. So let's dive in. Let's do. Are you ready to talk about this first episode? I know. Let's talk about pain. Let's talk about pain. I hate it. Okay, okay. Why <laughs> is life so painful? I mean, think about it. From it's the painful. very I hate first it. It moment that we enter into the earth, it is a painful, messy endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, the, I hate pain. The, your whole life is totally turned around. You've never even, I mean, until we breach our mother's womb, I mean, <laughs> we don't even use our lungs. You know, we, we, we don't even know we have lungs and we're demanded to use what's inside of us that we don't even know that we have in that moment. Yeah. It's painful. It's scary. But there's something on the inside of us that's maybe already prepared. And we have to go through this journey into one way of living, into another way of living. And it always seems to be pain that bridges between one level of life and the next level of life. You're such a great teacher. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about my journey of this whole concept of pain. I hate pain. I love comfort. Um, and I will go to crazy lengths to avoid pain in my life. I hate working out. It sucks. Um, (laughs) Joel loves working out. I hate it. I think it sucks. I hate pain. I hate pain. And I realized lately that I've avoided pain my whole life, but I want to tell you a little bit of a journey. I'm going to open up the window to a really beautiful lesson that I've learned lately in my life. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. I I like to work out because I like to eat. And so (laughs) uh, I have to do one in order to do the other. Right. Not me. I would rather eat healthy and not feel the pain. Okay. So here's the deal. 
Um, we've recently gone through a pretty painful transition and we'll talk about that later in future episodes to come, but it's been painful. And one day I was getting ready for work at five o'clock in the morning. I was scrolling through super soul Sunday and there was this episode about how pain Um, pain comes before your resurrection or something like that. Pain comes before rebirth, something. I I can't remember the name of the episode. And it piqued my curiosity and I thought, ooh, I'm going to listen to that. And it was a Super Soul Sunday episode of Glennon Doyle talking about her new book, Love Warrior. Now, I had never in all my life heard of Glennon Doyle. I don't run in that circle. And by the end of that podcast, I was like, I hate you, Glennon Doyle. You suck. (laughs) Because she dropped these truth bombs in my life that were the worst thing I've ever experienced in all my life. She said something that pierced my heart in this podcast that I will never forget. And I feel like you ever have those moments, right, where... A truth pierces your soul. It was a truth that pierced my soul that changed the trajectory of my life. And this is what she said. She said, pain is like a traveling professor. He knocks at the door of your life. And your job is to let him in, invite him in. I mean, of course, I'm paraphrasing. She said it's so much better than me. But she basically said, in my brain, this is how I interpreted it to sound. Pain is this traveling professor that knocks at your door and your job is to invite him in, welcome him in and sit with him and do not let him leave until he has taught you everything that you need to learn. And in that moment, I literally burst into tears, like full face of makeup, ready for work, burst into tears. And I knew that that was my next journey. And she talks about the easy button. It was just incredible. And I realized that I have lived my life, my whole life, hitting an easy button. An easy button that zaps you out of pain, that never makes you feel pain. And I just knew that this new season of my life was opening the door and inviting pain to come in, making him a cup of tea or a glass of wine and sitting across the couch from him and saying, I welcome you into my life for the first time in 36 years. Teach me. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the lessons? And I realized in that moment... I hate pain and I know why I hate pain and I I don't know that we'll talk about it in this episode. I don't I don't know, but um I know exactly why I hate pain. But I realized that for 30, 36 years this professor has knocked on my door and I know him. I know him because I invited him in one time in my life. And it was too great for me to bear. And so what I do when this traveling professor knocks on my door is I close the blinds. I lock the door. I bolt the windows shut. I close the garage and I pretend I'm not home because I hate pain. I hate pain. You said 
for 36 years, I'm sure there are people out there who are thinking right now, why, what was that thing? What was that moment that it was too great to bear? Stop. You want me to go there? <laughs> hey, uh, it's messy. It's like our very first podcast and you're asking me to bore like my most greatest pain. So you really want me to go there. There's okay. silence on the other side of this <laughs> husband microphone over here. Okay, so... It's messy um, life. I, I, I want to be alive at the end of this one. Stop. <laughs> okay, so the greatest pain. Um, when I was... 17 years old, um, I went to a Christian youth conference and I heard about this Jesus character. I heard about mission trips and I, um, thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I thought that it was so compelling that Jesus or God could use me to do something great with my life. And so I plugged into my local church. I gave my heart to the Lord. I signed up to go on a mission trip. And I didn't really per se grow up in a Christian home. And so I really wholeheartedly devoted my heart to the Lord. And I opened my heart in such a beautiful way to the Lord. Like I just held nothing back. I was 17. And on that mission trip, my dad died in a really tragic way. Yeah, it, it was awful and tragic. He was in a motorcycle accident the day after Christmas. So December 25th, um, I didn't see my dad. I, well, I think I maybe saw him for a brief moment and hugged him, kissed him, opened Christmas present. Like I didn't even open Christmas presents with him. But December 26th, I left to go on a mission trip. And I was such a new Christian, a very new Christian, and so excited about doing the work of the Lord. I raised all my money in three weeks. Um, very zealous for the Lord. Very excited. Like when I tell you, like I held nothing back. Opened my whole heart to my church, my youth group, Christianity, the Lord. I was on this mission trip. I was on my way down December 26th when... Um, I was pulled off this bus, and we didn't have cell phones at the time. I got a call from home. And how old were you? I was 17, I think 16 or 17. Anyway, I long story short, like I could talk about this forever, like the craziness of everything that went transpired, but basically I was pulled off this bus, called home from a payphone in a gas station. There was hundreds of teenagers on this trip, and my mom was on the other line. She had notified me that my dad had been in an accident. I needed to fly home. So we finish like the bus ride getting to the location. I end up flying home and realized that uh, my dad had been dead for two days. I didn't know it. He died December 26th, the day I left on the trip, in a very tragic way. And I I don't think that I'm ready to disclose everything, like the details of what happened. But I came home and my whole world changed. Hmm. And um, it was awful. It was tragic. It was awful. Um, I was one day on a mission trip 
so excited about telling people about Jesus and doing vacation Bible schools. And the very next day, I would see my dad's dead body in a casket. And I didn't realize this until years later, processing with my counselor, like seeing him in a casket and seeing the trauma of what happened to him that day, the accident and the trauma that it did to his body. And I felt like God had abandoned me. I felt like he had forsaken me. I felt like I gave him everything. I was like my whole heart. I held nothing back. And he just abandoned me. Like the worst thing that could possibly ever happen to me happened to me. And I questioned like, why did I have to be on a mission trip? Why did it have to happen the day after Christmas? Why did it have to happen in such a traumatic manner? Like, I just felt like God could have taken him any other way, but he took him in such a traumatic way. And it was so painful for me. I didn't know at 17 years old how to process that. I was a senior in high school. It shattered my whole world. It was a ripple effect of what happened after my dad's death. And I, and to be like brutally honest, I still struggle with trusting God to this day. I still struggle. I mean, mm. I'm 36 years old. This happened at 17. And I still struggle to trust God and trust authority because I felt like God just pulled the rug out from underneath me and just abandoned me in that moment, you know? And I think that in that moment, I felt the greatest pain of my life. And it was awful and it was brutal I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know how to take it in. And so at 17 years old, I developed these defense mechanisms to avoid pain. I developed these defense mechanisms to when pain knocked at the door of my life, I would close the blinds and bolt the windows and bolt the door shut and close the garage and pretend I wasn't home and avoid the pain. And so I developed these defense mechanisms to avoid the pain and I was listening to this podcast and I realized pain is knocking at my door again. He's knocking at my door and he's saying, I want to teach you resilience and I want to teach you strength and I want to teach you what an incredibly strong woman you are. You are stronger than you think you are. You are braver than you think you are. You are bolder than you think you are. You are not this wounded bird that has sat in the nest and needed the approval of other people. Let me come in and teach you how strong you really are. And honestly, I feel like for the first time since I was 17 years old, I opened the door and I said, come in and teach me how strong I am. Teach me resilience. Teach me the lesson that you've been meaning to teach me since I was 17 years old and I've avoided you and blocked you out and hid from you, you know? Mm -hmm. So how has that, you've talked about this professor that you've kind of been like, okay, I, I, I don't want to see you. You know, you draw the curtains. <laughs> I hate him. He's awful. <laughs> so how are you letting him in or what were some of the series of events that have led you to be able to do that now in your thirties, what you couldn't do in when your teens. Yeah. yeah. 
or my whole life, really, to be honest with you. I think it's a couple of things. I think I got a really amazing counselor. Um, I love her. I tell her that I love her every time I get off the phone with her. She's really helped me unpack at my own pace the pain that I experienced with the loss of my dad. And, and really, it's not just the loss of my dad. I think it was the trauma that I experienced, like on a mission trip, being pulled off this bus, being called by my mom, being flown home, not knowing the entire time. Like there was this really brutal, vulnerable moment that I had, Joel, hmm. where, um, uh, I can't like, I believed that God was going to heal my dad. Oh my gosh. So you were, because your mom said that he was in an accident. Yeah. That he was in the hospital. That he was going to be healed. I thought he was still alive. He was dead for two days and I thought he was still alive. So when you got home, you were. So I had prayed, God, I know that you are God of healing and I believe you will heal my dad. I know you'll heal my dad. I believe in miracles. You are the God of healing. Heal my dad. I believed and I prayed the whole flight home that God would heal my dad. And when I got home in my mind, I expected him to be in the hospital that I could lay hands on him and I could believe that God would heal him. And I got home and I realized he had been dead for two days and I didn't know it. Oh my gosh. And so the very next day to see his lifeless body, his lifeless face, his scarred face in a coffin was the ultimate betrayal. I had just prayed to God who I had given everything to, please heal my dad. And I got home and discovered he was dead for two days. And so I put up a fortress that nobody could ever get through. That pain could never get through because it was the most painful experience of my life. It was the most painful experience of my life. And so I learned to mask pain. I learned to navigate pain. I learned to morph myself to be everything everybody else ever wanted me to be so that I never felt pain. I didn't feel rejection. I didn't feel disapproval. I didn't feel vulnerability. I didn't feel loss because I would just become who you wanted me to be so that I never had to feel pain. I would, I would do everything to make sure you're okay. Like the person on the other end was okay so that you could never reject me or hurt me or give me pain. And when I felt that you were going to hurt me, I would put up these iron walls. You would never know it, but I would put up these iron walls that you could never get through because I never wanted to feel or experience pain. And, um, and I think in a lot of ways, Joel, from the time I was 17 and experienced my dad's death, I don't think I've ever fully processed the pain that I've walked through. And, and when this podcast talked about he's a traveling professor that knocks on the door of your life, there have been many occurrences and occasions in my life where he's knocked. 
and I've never let him in. And I've watched the circumstance repeat itself in my life until I let him in and I process the pain and I work through the pain. Because here's the beauty. Here's what it's really all about. On the other side of that pain that you process, that pain that you feel, that pain that you sit with is the greatest strength that you will ever find. And that strength does not come from another person. It comes from within yourself. And when you process that pain and you sit with him and you let him teach you the strength that has always been on the inside of you, you will never hustle for another man's approval. You will never hustle to avoid pain. You will sit with it. You will feel it. You will hurt and it sucks and it is the worst feeling and you will cry and you will sob and you will feel so weak and so lame and so awful. But when you rise, you are stronger. You are stronger. You are more resilient. And listen, you are stronger because you, you, nobody else found the strength within yourself to rise above and become stronger. And that is loving yourself. That is the most beautiful thing that you can find within yourself is that when you realize the strength is always on the inside of you, it's not the approval of man. It's not the success. It's not the validation. It's not the beauty. It's not the alcohol. It's not the sex. It's not the drugs. It's not whatever. It is deep inside of you. And it is a gift that nobody else can give you, but you. And when you discover that, you discover your power. Okay. I'm blown away right here. So the people and the folks who are on the other side of this, especially, I mean, especially our you know, lioness ladies, you know, our, our, our power women out there. How, how do you, how do you unlock those doors? How, how do you embrace that pain? How, 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 how do you do that? Well, I'm learning. I'm in a journey. I'm not going to lie. Like literally just yesterday, honestly, just this morning, I was like, I want an easy button. And in this podcast, she talks about the easy button that we hit when we don't want to feel the pain. And I've realized my whole life I've hit an easy button. You know, it's like um, it's like when you work out, right? I hate working out. And you're so miserable and you're sore the next day and you can't even sit on the toilet. It hurts so bad. I hate working out. I hate feeling sore. I hate the misery of all of it. But you show up the next day and you're stronger, a little bit stronger. And it sucks and it hurts and it's painful and every move hurts. But you're working out that lactic acid, right? Like you're, I talk about it like I know. I don't know. I just do yoga. But you know what I mean? We've all been sore. We've all felt the pain of like sitting on the toilet after a tough workout. It sucks. It hurts. It's painful. We have to press through that pain because you know it's making you stronger. And when you show up for your next workout, you're stronger than before. And so I think that it's, listen, I can only speak about my own journey. I don't have it all together. 
I don't know it all. I'm feeling it. I'm walking through this as we speak. But let me tell you what it is. You feel the pain. Oh, you feel the pain. And you want so badly to hit the easy button. Describe one of your easy buttons. Okay, listen. There's 850,000 easy buttons that I have. This is what I do. Let me tell you what I do. Anybody who knows me, I don't know. They don't know that this is what I do. But I push it down and I put a smile on my face. And I pretend that I'm the happiest person on the face of this planet. I guess I don't pretend. I really am a happy person. I love life. I'm a ball of fun. But I push it down. And I I smile and I find joy. An easy button for me is I, I sweep it under the emotional rug. I deny it. And I give the person hurting me what they want. That. Hmm is my oh easy my button. God. Oh my God. I give them comfort. I give them, it's okay. I give them a easy button to the fact that they hurt me. I tell them it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. That's my easy button. I stuff the pain and I tell the person on the other end of my pain that it's totally okay. And then it's all me. It's not you. Like I'm the one that's hurting. You know what I mean? I think easy buttons can be alcohol. I think easy buttons can be never sitting in that pain. Social media. I think scroll, it can be scroll, scroll we scroll, scroll, we scroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it can be alcohol. I think it can be sex. I think it can be porn. I think it can be drugs. I think it can be... Um, let me tell you what else I think it can be. Can I say this? Can I ruffle a few feathers? I think it can be serving. I think it can be giving. Like, oh, let me serve. Let me give. Like, let me serve at your church. Let me serve at the local food bank. Let me, like, give, give, give. Go, go, go. I think it can be busyness. I think all of those things are easy buttons. Um, For me, it's a late night charcuterie board. You know, give me (laughs) some processed meat, some sweets, (laughs) some wine, some cheese. And let me uh, drown my sorrows in yeah. uh, caloric delight. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you what inviting pain into the front door looks like. You feel it come up. You feel it rise up. And you just sit with it and you feel it and you let yourself cry and you let yourself hurt. You let yourself feel insecure. Um, you get mad at yourself that you weren't smarter than that um it's feel feel it really deeply feel it and cry um I'm more accustomed to easy buttons than I am feeling the pain but easy buttons for me are busyness the more busy I can become the more I drown out the pain that I feel and so I've tried to invite it in and, and feel it no matter how stupid it sounds, no matter how ridiculous I, I sound, I feel it. I welcome it in and on the other side of it, I feel stronger and I feel like I hustle less for the approval of man. I feel like I hustle less for your approval. You know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. your approval, but the approval of man. Do you feel like you have to trust yourself to be able to, I mean, because feelings aren't um, 
Oh, feelings. rational, right? No, they're not. <laughs> Never. So, so sometimes it's just hard to be able to delineate whether that's I'm out in left field, but at some point you have to be able to trust yourself that what you're feeling or perceiving, you have to find, find that yeah. and figure, figure that out. Right. I mean, isn't that pain is kind of like if I have a pain in my foot, it's telling me something is wrong to my mind. Something is wrong down there. We need to investigate. Yeah. You know what I think it is? Um, it is trusting yourself above all others. You deep down inside of you know what you need, but it is a very painful journey. And we'll talk about this in a later podcast because oftentimes when you fight for yourself, you disappoint a lot of people uh, along the word, way. Word. You disappoint a lot of people along the way when you fight for yourself. And it is trusting yourself. Um, you just have to feel it and you have to navigate yourself along the way. And I'm, I'm navigating it and it's messy and it's not easy and it's ugly and it, it hurts. It's awful. Um, but it's beautiful and I'm becoming stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger Every step of the way, every journey I take, every um, every day that you feel the pain and you invite it in, you do it because on the other side of that, you're becoming who you always were meant to be. And here's the deal. I love, she said something on this podcast that I thought was so powerful. She said, when you look at your child, what do you want them to be? You want them to be strong and resilient. You want them to endure, right? But what creates strength and endurance and resilience? Mm -hmm. What? Pain. Pain. Mm -hmm. Pain creates strength. That's it. And resilience. That's awesome. And endurance. And so this is what I say. Like I just, this is what I say about pain, about all those people listening as we close this podcast, this first episode or this episode. Here's what I say. Whatever pain you're processing through, maybe it's a loss, a loss of a marriage, a loss of a parent, a loss of a loved one, a loss of a child, a loss of a life that you thought you were going to have that you don't have, like loss, like whatever pain you're feeling, sit with it and invite it in and feel it and cry and hurt and don't push the easy button. Don't push it. Because what you are going to realize on the other side of that pain is that you are stronger than you ever thought you were. Listen, you have the courage and the strength to stand up to every bully and every enemy and every doubt and every fear and every naysayer that has come against you who has tried to control you. You have the strength. Everything you need is within yourself. Everything you need is already on the inside of you. You are on a journey to discovering it, right? You're on a journey to discovering that phoenix, that warrior, that strength that's on the inside of you. 
But here's the deal. Here's the hardcore truth that really sucks, that I hate disappointing you, and I hate telling you this. The journey to finding that warrior, the journey to finding that courageous person, that strong person that's on the inside of you, that's you, nobody else. It's not approval. It's not a job. It's not a career. It's not what you hoped your life would be. That journey to finding who you truly are, the strength that's on the inside of you. Oftentimes that journey is pain. And so welcome it in. Welcome that traveling professor of pain into your home. Fix him a cup of tea and sit across the table or the couch from him and say, teach me life's most beautiful lessons. I'm your student. I want to learn. And on the other side of that learning is a strength on the inside of you that is the most beautiful thing that you will ever see, that you will ever know you're stronger. Listen, you are stronger than you ever knew that you were. And so press into it, lean into it. It's there. It's within, it's within you. It's within you. Wow. Uh, yeah. Let Professor Payne, Professor Payne. sit across from you. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it sucks. It's hard. It hurts. I hate him. Do you know that I hate him? I hate Professor Payne. But if you want to He's unlock. Awesome. Yeah. If you want to unlock who you really are, if you're, use the pain. Use the pain. Don't wallow in the pain. <laughs> Use the pain. and To rise, to rise to the next level. And listen, it may only be 0.5 of growth, right? You're at the gym and you lifted 30 pounds and you came back a week later and you lifted 31 pounds. That's growth. Pat yourself on the back. Celebrate yourself. That's growth. And the pain works the same way, right? Like... This is what it said in the podcast. Like you can sit in the hot, yucky loneliness of pain for 1.5 seconds one day, but the next day it's 1.56 seconds. That's growth. Recognize your growth, celebrate your growth and celebrate that it came from you, not anybody else. Right? Totally. And I think, um, being a professor myself, not (laughs) professor Payne, hopefully, yeah, uh, but, I um, I, I'd love to leave us with something. And, and if you're out there, um, listening right now, why don't you just, that thing you've been avoiding the thing that, um, when it comes up, yeah, you reach for, you know, the McDonald's drive through, or you reach <laughs> for that glass of alcohol or you reach for, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the salami and the. <laughs> cured ham yeah and things like that Stop. um or your your social media or whatever you yeah, reach for absolutely scroll the television well this week we just take some time deny the easy button deny locking the doors and numbing with those things yeah lean into the pain and lean into the pain yeah but when you lean into that pain Feel your strength. Don't just let the pain overwhelm you. Feel your strength. It's in there. You've got this. Listen, you are stronger than you ever knew you were. It's in there. We believe in you. You got this. We're rooting for you. You've got this. You've got this. Process it and let it make you stronger. We love you. We believe in you guys. Welcome. Welcome. 
to Messy to our Life. life. We've created this podcast because we love helping people along their journeys. Beyond the podcast, you'll find us coaching folks through their messy moments. We do this online or on site for individuals, couples, and organizational leaders. So if you'd like to talk to one or both of us, you can head over to joeljohnson.org or you can get in touch with us through social media. Also, if you like the show, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review. And you can share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to Messy Life Podcast.